It's a little premature. Two. This is the next episode of Babehead. Or, no, not Babehead, Babe Talk. I Babe need to get out of <laughs> Yeah. We're going to do roll. We have Tony Peppers. So. We have with us um, Eric Navarro. Oh, hey. Okay. <laughs> Adriana. Hey. And for special guest tonight, we have Simona. Hello. Of. Insignificant other. Woo! Woo! <laughs> it's gonna be a fun night, guys. Confetti. The confetti just like blowing up. <laughs> oh my god, I'm gonna get confetti and like suck it guys, and I'm just gonna do it all my own. There you go. Alright, so how was everyone's day day today? What'd you guys do? Um Do you know IHOP had fifty six cent pancakes today? Hello! Now, was that a promotion that they were doing, or is that like a regular thing? It's it's their anniversary today, so it's their 56th anniversary. So from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m., you could get a short stack of pancakes for 56 cents, and I took full advantage of that. I fucked up. They just opened across from my house. Almost on that. See, I I didn't see that anymore because I remember last year. Um, for National Pancake Day, they had it on like, the side of Facebook as if it was a um, an event that, that you signed up for. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's 56... Oh, shoot. It's 56 cents for three pancakes. I don't really think I'd be advertising it that much either. But... What? Well, well, how much is, well, how much is a traditional short stack? Uh, oh, six more than 56. But... Exactly. Yeah, thought, so you would think that that would be a... No, because you say fifty six cents for three pancakes. I I feel like, like, economically, that's not very good for business. If everyone hears about that, if everyone shows up to IHOP for these fifty six cent pancakes. Yeah, but it's better than free pancakes. I mean, on free pancake day, they make yeah. you know. No, I mean, yeah, but everyone knows about free pancake day. You can't avoid free pancake day. You can't avoid. That, <laughs> those are the guarantees in life. Death, taxes, and free pancakes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Gianna, what'd you do today, love? Oh, man. Um, I had car trouble all day. I was supposed to be doing a photo shoot for... My battery died. So I did... I'm having a little trouble hearing her. Yeah, me too. Uh, so I didn't do the photo shoot. I was supposed to do that. I don't know if she can hear us. <laughs> I don't think so. Hold on. You sound a little bit like BMO. <laughs> <Is> that... <laughs> okay, can you... you sound like Adriana the Remix. You sound like you swallowed T-Pain. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she was doing today. Oh, okay. oh. <laughs> <laughs> There's like small shots of her like dying slowly. I can't. I don't. Um. Now she's frozen. I don't. It's it's like she she's filming today's babe babe talk on an Atari. <laughs> she's locked up. <laughs> 
<laughs> She's knocked up. There we go. That's a new remix. <laughs> <laughs> knocked up. <laughs> well, um, I, I hope, Adrian, you can... Oh, shit. You, uh... Arr! She'll probably yeah, jump, jump back. back. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. I told her, I told her to try to leave and then re-enter. See if All that right. helps. All right. We'll move on to Eric's day while we try and get back at Adrian. My days, most of my like weekdays get boring. It's just like work, go home, do house stuff, then do massive band stuff, but like nothing fun, nothing fun to talk about. Um, That's really depressing. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, it's it's fine. I like it, but um, oh, I will tell you. Last week, uh, you guys know the band Count to Four. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, their singers become good friends of mine in my last couple of years, and so he came down uh, from Jersey. Hung out all day and uh, and then hit the studio and he did a guest vocal on my band's upcoming record, which is fucking nice. But yeah, no, it was so that was that was a fun day. <laughs> but, oh, yeah. Yeah. I would agree. That's really cool. <sighs> Cooler than what I did. Well, I mean, eating's yeah. fun and nice. Yeah, and... Pancakes are cool. Guest vocals. Hey, pancakes cool. are cool. <laughs> Mike Mike from Captain Four is pretty fluffy too, so it's just as much as those pancakes. <laughs> what, what, what about you? What was your day like? Oh no, I, um, I don't know what to say. I don't know how to follow that up. Um, well, okay. So I teach. I teach at a museum. I teach art to um, six to eight year olds, and um, usually something really exciting happens. But today we just did a sewing project, so that's like the least exciting thing we could have done. But something that happened last week, which is like equal parts exciting and terrifying, is. Um, every other Friday we have water day and that's like when I when I take my kids and like we play with like water guns and we have a water balloon fight and all that stuff and so the kids like they wear bathing suits under their clothes right and so after we finish water day they change back into regular clothes but I have um, I have yet to find like the politically correct term for someone who's like special you know but anyway I have one of those kids in my class and um, and he was really stressed out because he couldn't find his um, like change of clothes and so what he did was he took off all of his clothes in my class and like in the classroom and like oh my god all my girls were screaming and like he was like butt ass naked and like you know like I'm a teacher like I can't really I can't come near him when his yeah. clothes are off right I can't even like look at him and so he was like I don't know what to do and I was like I was like put your bathing suit back on we will find your clothes when you're not naked and, <laughs> but his bathing suit was inside out and so he didn't know how to put it on and I was like wrap your towel around you and throw your bathing suit at me and so he threw it to me and I flipped it inside out and threw it back at him without looking <laughs> and and the doors of my classroom have these huge windows, like like this big, okay? And it's a museum, so so like parents and other kids are out in the museum, and my classroom like is in plain sight, and there's a naked child. That's, that, that, that's oh. fantastic. So that's that's what happens to me. Now, do you know what mental disease he does have? Um, I I don't. I I'm almost positive that he has um that he has um, ADD because, like, sometimes it'll take, like, a lot of times repeating something for him to even, like, you know, acknowledge that I'm speaking to him, you know? And so, and, like, things just sort of go over his head. Um, is, is it more like a developmental dis disability or is yeah, it more like autism spectrum? Um, 
I don't know. I feel like it could be a mix of a lot of things, but I do feel like he does have something in the vein of autism. But it's funny because um, his his parents are big sponsors of the museum, so we've always been in very close contact with them. But they've never really told us anything about this. But it's but I understand I understand why they wouldn't because I don't know a lot of a lot of parents are sort of I don't well, know what the word is you know what I mean. Yeah, well, I mean it's it's a touchy thing I guess. Cause yeah, of course. A lot I mean, of parents also don't want to accept the fact that their children might have a um, developmental issue within their, their, their child. I know a lot, a lot of parents that um, used to go to a camp I used to work, work with just didn't want to accept that their kid might have had um, Asperger's or um, autism. Yeah, of course. And, yeah, and, and I, you can tell because like, we've been around, around kids forever and they're just like, oh, you know, it's just, you know, it's taking some time for them to grow and we're just like, Taking a lot of time. You well, and the, the scary thing about the scary thing about that is the treatment for those disorders, especially autism spectrum, needs to start like heavily as soon as two years old if you can identify yeah. it. That's yep. the best. You can actually there are studies that that or there are treatments that if you get it like forty hours a week from ages like two to seven, by the time they hit first or second grade, you can actually integrate them back into just regular school environments, which is yeah. unbelievable from where they start out at. But you need to get it young and Stigma is such a such a problem for getting that treated. Absolutely. So this is fun. Yes. <laughs> there we go. We're diagnosing kids. Yeah. That's what I do for a living, by the way. Adriana came back and probably heard this and said, "Nah, I'm not. I'm just gonna sit this one out." <laughs> now you want to know, know a cool cool thing? Just touching right back on it, because um, Eric, if you you work with them, um, I I actually knew knew a girl that um was autistic and she was um, severely autistic as a kid and her parents had changed her diet and she went from being severely autistic to um, completely functional. That's no interesting. I'd need yeah. a, a whole bunch more um, like information on the family to really say because it's not like diet usually doesn't fix that but there are a lot of other overlapping symptoms that diet and sleep habits also happen to do. So like you can have uh, the disorder still like the the key components of oh, it, but no, your yeah, I mean, but yeah. your like anxiety, depression, or like inattention can go away if you're on the right <laughs> diet, environment, other environmental circumstances, and it's such a complex issue. That's why I love working with it. Yeah. Hey, we got Adri back. Hi. Yeah. Do I sound better? Yeah. Yeah, it sounds a lot better. Try turning your camera off. You know, if you might, if you turn your camera off, your bandwidth might just focus more on your sound than it would on your camera. How about now? Oh yeah. Yeah, that sounds a lot better. Yeah, that sounds really clear. Okay. So, do you want to repeat what you did today? Because I heard something about car trouble and then a battery dying. I'm gonna yeah, guess the battery was your car, but you started blanking out. So, was it your battery? Or was it your car's battery? There it goes. It's the computer battery. There it goes. It's every battery. It's all the batteries. <laughs> it's all the batteries. The computer battery. <laughs> oh. All right. Um. Can't even hear Ollie now. I don't know what's happening. I I am still here. Hi. Okay. Okay. Oh, okay. You're I still. Think here. You just stopped talking. <laughs> yeah. I just, I just stopped talking. Sorry. No, I saw his mouth. I swear to God, I heard. I saw his mouth. All right.
Maybe I, I have a bad habit of when I start to form form a sentence, I'll just start like. Oh, for real? Oh, that's cool. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think it's cool, but like you know, it it, it gets quite interesting. Like, I'll, not cool. I'll be in line at like McDonald's, and I'll be like, I'll take a. Give me a second, hold on. And then now I look like a jerk. It's a big thing. So anyway, anyway. Wait, I have a question. Do you do that when you when you um, are actually in McDonald's or when you go to the drive-through window? <laughs> it's whenever I'm like thinking, like I start to form like like a thought, like like when I start to start thinking, I'm just like. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you know, it doesn't really matter. They just hear like nothing. But if I'm in front of a person, I'm like I I'm at a lunch table, and I'm just like, okay, so I want the. <laughs> I find I do my best thinking, like, driving or in the shower. You do your best thinking at McDonald's, apparently. <laughs> Life. What is, what is it? Found moments inside of a McDonald's. Oh, man. This isn't a cafe at all. I mean, at least that's better, though, than just talking really quietly, because I think that's the worst. I work at a subway, and everyone, every single person is like, damn. Oh, no. <laughs> and, and I'm like, what? And I feel really bad, so I'll be like, excuse me, ma'am? And I'll be like, oh, yeah. And I'm like, ma'am, excuse me? And she's like, ah. And I'm like, no, no, ma'am. Ma'am. And you feel bad. You have to speak up a little louder than that. Yeah, yeah, because like after a couple times that you say what to someone, they're going to get annoyed with you. Yeah. <laughs> and I hate confrontation. I'm so afraid of like some like really assertive southern lady just being like, can you hear? Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Christ. I, I can see, see where a brace of southern women would, would be uh, an issue. Yeah. Like 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 in like in the north, I'm I'm six foot in black and in suburbia. I kinda got it handled, but if I would ever go down to, to the south, a southern woman would intimidate the shit out of me. <laughs> nah, dude, you'd get it though, because you're still six six foot and you're black, like I mean I could get it, but like if I'm not trying to get it, like if I'm at a gas station and I accidentally walk on a person's foot <clears throat> Oh no, they won't do anything. They'll look at you and they're like Because what I've noticed is people are really racist here. You don't say Tony Peppers. No, 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 no. People are really racist here. Not everyone. Not everyone. Like, okay, I gotta be tricky Where about how I say this. All right. Um, I live in Florida. I was going oh, okay. to school in the middle of nowhere, Mississippi, oh, and okay. I'm transferring to another school, which is in Mobile, Alabama. I've got, <laughs> I've gotten my fair share of the South. Um, <laughs> but what I've noticed is that there is a there's a lot of people who are racist. Not as many as you would think, but the people who are, they're racist. I mean, yeah, because of, like, heritage and everything, but a lot of it's from fear, I think. Because, like, yeah, they probably, like, shit-talk Ollie if he, like, stepped on their foot, but they would not do it to his face. They will not. Well, that's generally with a lot of people. Like, there aren't very many people, like, in general. Like, let's say if you just have a problem with a person or if you're in high school and, you know, someone's trying to steal your boyfriend, you're not just going to be, like, turn their shoulder around and be like, excuse me, don't do that. <laughs> like, oh, Becky just sucks her dad's dick like every night. Like, like no one's ever going to. They're always going to talk behind their back. 
Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's it's true. I feel that. <laughs> well, I mean, people have said things. <laughs> I mean, you added the frequency of every night. That's what makes it so funny. <laughs> oh my god! Like every like that. The first part's not bad, but every night, dude. Come on, like once in a while, you gotta give yourself a treat. But come on, dude. Becky, get your shit together. <laughs> Becky, what the fuck is wrong with you? You just have to walk up to Becky and be like, Becky. <laughs> Come on, you gotta do a better lifestyle than this. Becky, you Becky, you're better than this. Becky's just like, what? what? <laughs> Becky's so so confused. Becky probably, <laughs> Becky probably looking like does the Ollie. She probably she probably plans out her day and goes, Aww. all right. So when I get home, I need to. You thinking? <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, I was thinking I was doing the Ollie. <laughs> I just didn't. I did. I just didn't really feel comfortable saying the phrase "suck my dad's dick," so I kind of mouthed. Well, you just said it. So. You just mouthed, well, yeah, but it, it took a lot to say it. <laughs> Tony, your pride's hiding under there. <laughs> that's, that's why I had to mouth his dad's dick. He couldn't say it. He had to. I was close. It was, I was very close. Uh, Tony went on. Oh, oh, Tony got. Oh, Tony got serious. Oh, oh, got shit, shit's going down. <clears throat> I want pepperoni and uh, <laughs> short stack. <laughs> short stack. It looks like he's ordering food. cents <laughs> exactly. <clears throat> oh, I can't. Adriana, are you still here? Yeah. Okay, good. Okay. I'm okay, sorry, guys. I'm back. He's back. Back Woo. again. Tony's back. Tell a friend. <laughs> the prodigal oh, son. That was some right, hey. Hey. Show some you're done. Party's back. <laughs> right. But so, is it raining where everyone is? Because right now it is coming down like cats and dogs outside in Jersey. It's hella raining right now. I had it I've in actually... Maryland real bad, but it's done now. <clears throat> Had a surprising lack of rain lately. We've had really good weather. Did you guys really good. Um, no, that was on the other side. It was on. I kind of live in like the Gulf of Mexico area, and this is oh, more Atlantic. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Other side of Florida. Uh, it was like raining all day today until probably like nine or ten. Yeah. Same here, actually. Mine just started. See, you know, I think it's because it's, it's traveling up. The coast? Up the coast? Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. I'll buy it. Yeah, I think. I mean, I'm no meteorologist, but, I mean, it's <laughs> raining. So. <laughs> That's about as much as I know. Mm. So, Tony brought, brought up earlier that apparently um, there's going to be another chapter to Harry Potter stuff? No. What? That's not what I said. Do my not put words in my mouth. I, I will. So no. Sorry. I, oh, man, no. <laughs> All right, I'm sorry. You don't mess with Harry Potter with him. I am so okay, sorry. Here, here's the thing. <laughs> Because J.K. JK <laughs> Rowling has said multiple times she will never write another Harry Potter book. She has multiple times said she's very tempted, but she always like throws down the final word and says, I will not write another Harry Potter book. But what she did is, and um, since the World <laughs> Cup is going on, she's on the Pottermore website. She's been making like blog posts, I guess, um, about the Quidditch World Cup that's this year. And she's like writing um, as if she's Rita Skeeter writing news articles about pretty much Dumbledore's army showing up at the Quidditch World Cup, and it's just, like, recapping on them. It's kind of like celebrity news. And um, it was just 
it was just talking about like Harry Potter, like where he is now. He's like an Auror, and he's like 35, and it's talking about him, and it's talking about Ron and Hermione, and then they bring up Neville and Luna, and then they bring up all the kids, and I don't know if it if oh, you read good. Harry Potter, it gets it, you get so into it. But it's like it's a Rita Skeeter thing, so obviously like you're gonna have like the nostalgia of it, where you're like, oh, that's so cool, I'm so happy about like Ron and Hermione, but then. Absolutely. But at the same time, it's Rita Skeeter, so they talk a lot of shit. Like, it's talked about Hermione and how she's done all these things, how she's so successful. And they're like, oh, yeah, so she just proves that a girl can have everything. And then in parentheses, it's like, well, not everything. Have you seen her hair? But I don't know. It's it's really good. I don't know. That was That's cool. cool. Now, now, has anyone else read the Harry Potter series or as big as a Potter hat as Tony? Not as big, but definitely in there. <laughs> yeah, not really. I, have, I have attempted to read to reread books, and I will. You what? Huh? If you, she follows yeah. along, I think. Yeah, I got that too. I'm pretty much in the same boat. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've read the books a couple times. <laughs> I, I see you post about Belligan all, all the time, which is no. that's the, the big convention for Harry Potter fans, right? Uh, I was oh. supposed to go to Belligan. I'm really sad. I'm not going to it. I don't know. They're doing a um, they're renting out the park for people with registration, which I have, but it's only for one day and it's so expensive. I'm already not going to it because of all the prices, but oh, we lost Adrian again. <sighs> Poor little Tink Tink. <clears throat> but like Poor little Tink Tink. No <laughs> <laughs> <Little> brother. <laughs> so has anyone actually been to Harry Potter World? Oh, yeah. Yeah! I was going to ask you if you have been. <sighs> so I, I have not. I've oh, been, really? I haven't been there. I really haven't. Out of all the places I haven't been, I have not been to Harry Potter World. And I have a chance to this yeah, summer, but it's you. way too expensive. Oh. Dude, please take me. And I take you. Please. It looks like, like, like a really fun time. I mean, there aren't really too many world themes at Universal. Uh, they, right, I think yeah. that's one of their first, right? Yeah, it is their first. It's in Islands, right? Islands of Adventure? Um, yeah, yeah, I think so. That's the one I prefer to go to anyway. That's why I'm very happy it's there. Yeah, yeah the other no. one's kind of just like they had a this, lot of... The Universal, roller, yeah. the Universal Studios is more, is more like the um, MGM to... Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. People can do this. <laughs> oh, oh, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> who, who authorized this? <laughs> The suspense is killing me. Because he's figuring out how to turn on his camera. <laughs> your your viewership just doubled. Alright. Um, how did Popo join this? I didn't give anyone else the link. Special okay. powers. No, hold on. Is Adriana Popo? No, Adriana is gone. <laughs> so this might work out. Oh my god. <laughs> Pompo, if you can hear us, you can get on this. Hello? <laughs> How did Pompo get I am I am so confused. Right. Terrified. Um, so do you want to introduce you know yourself, Pompo? Hey, wait, wait. Can you guys hear me? Yeah. yeah. When that video comes up, Ollie, he's gonna be in your house. <laughs> Behind you. Hey. Right. Um you, you guys can really hear me? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yes. oh yeah, we can. shit! What's going on, guys? 
How about yourself? I'm pretty good. I just wanted to join this chat. I heard some cool things happening up in here. <laughs> Yeah, uh, we're just we're just hanging out, dude. We're gonna ask some ask some questions to Simona later about oh. her musical endeavors and whatnot. Uh, not like any like, inappropriate questions. Um, I mean, I guess we, I guess we could have some Probably later. I mean, questions. All right, that's cool with me. I'm gonna take a piss real quick. Um. <laughs> I'm still really confused on how Pompo joined. <laughs> I I I'm the person that simply has the week. Um so I mean do you do you wanna hang out with this dude? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll hang out with you guys. I don't care, that's cool. Alright. So what what'd you do today? <laughs> I uh I sat in a dumpster. Sat in a dumpster? Uh, now I'm at my friend's house. He let me he lets me sleep in my his closet during the nighttime usually. Anyway. So, so, um, <laughs> so Pompo, should tell us a little bit about yourself. How did you how did you start off being a clown? Tell us about that. What? How did you start off being a can clown? You, wait, like, wait, wait, can you guys see my closet? I can see your bed. That's my hey. closet. See? Yeah. That's where Quincy. <laughs> Right now. <laughs> All right. I'm not fucked up because this would be trippy as shit. <laughs> I would freak out. I don't. So, um, scroll down. Oh no, my no, god. This is ridiculous. Hey, when you, when you pull it out, is it like the scarf trick where it just keeps on coming? <laughs> Yeah, I've had to wipe my eyes a lot. <laughs> no way. Is this really no, happening? No, I'm sorry. Sorry, Pompa. It was fun. It was fun. No. no, no, no. Hold on. Hold on. He really hasn't done much. Yes. <laughs> he really hasn't done that much. Uh, <sighs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Yeah. <laughs> Why is he pissing in the dark now? Are you Are you good, dude? <laughs> this is the weirdest thing we'll ever do. I I seriously don't know how to feel about this. And people aren't watching this right now. Does, does Pompo even know about Bay <laughs> That's a good question. I think there was a small campaign to get him added like in October. Do you think he just randomly is joining these chats? Alright. Um, I don't think he's actually doing anything. Pompo, are you, are you hey, still there, dude? Yeah, I'm here, man. What's <laughs> up? Alright. Um, I don't know, dude. Just tell us about some things. What are you doing? Um, talk to us about being a clown. What's that like? Oh, 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 oh. I want to just talk about uh, I'm facing Stompo next Friday. 
and the winner takes all. The loser has to. What is the up. winner taking? <laughs> 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 I swear the winner is taking everything, Eric. Do not listen. The the loser the loser is the clown in front of the whole world. What? Yes, and they what can does, no longer be you, the clown. How are you versing each other? What are you doing? We're playing a show. My band versus his band. He decided to stop living the clown life, and I had, I had nothing to do with that. So you're no. not down with this clown? I'm not down with this shit. No, Stumble's not down with the clown. All right. So, um, so Ash, like, Ashley's going to be there. If Smalls is playing on oh, my Oh, is that that show? Nice. Yeah. Nice. Very nice. That's going to be an eventful show. Mm-hmm. So... I didn't know you were a real person for a very long time. I really yeah. thought it I'm was all a joke. Neither did I. Yeah, until I saw the so, pictures of your show. I'm, I'm skeptical that Stompo exists. Yeah. No, no, I, I'm I'm 90% sure Stompo exists too. Yeah. I'm pretty sure anyone that that's now within like 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 the clown family is a real person. They're a family. I, I I seriously no longer question the existence of of the. Of I don't question the existence of anything anymore. All right, so everything's real. Papa, how do you feel about juggalos? Or do you consider yourself a juggalo, or no, is there like a clown no, juggalo? No, no, no! I'm there not a fucking is. juggalo. Damn it! They ruined the clown community. <laughs> so you're a juggalette, is what you're saying? No, no juggalos. No juggalos. They ruined everything with the clowns. Okay, my the clowns are living peacefully until ICP came along. Ooh, let's be let's, let's be fucking like. Want to be gangsters and fucking dress like clowns? No, clowns come from a long line of family, clown family. Okay, and these are just want to be, you know. I can't fucking stand these fu- fuckers. Okay, they just they want to be fake, they're fake clowns, man. They're not even real clowns. They just they, their makeup's not even real. <laughs> I see the struggle between clowns and ICP juggalos, kind of like like pop punk kids and hardcore kids. Yeah, I guess I, I guess you can see it like that. Yeah. I feel that. That's a that's a good comparison, actually. Yeah, I like I like that. I'm gonna use that. So, so do you like <laughs> internal struggle between juggalos and and clowns is, is equated to pop punk kids and hardcore kids? Yeah, I mean that, that makes sense. Are we implying that the hardcore kids are the juggalos? Yeah, who are the juggalos? Oh, the hardcore kids, easily. <laughs> no, no, no. The juggalos are definitely the pop punk kids. They're just trying to act tougher than they actually are. So honestly, I think. Pop punk ah, and hardcore kids are jugglers. <laughs> I mean, I think every pop punk is That's just me being real. Alright, so since you're not a juggler, do you know how magnets work? No, I don't know how magnets okay, work. magnets. How do they work? I don't know. I don't listen to ICP. That's like the one that I heard that song once, and it just, it just pissed me off to where I never wanted to hear them again. So, so you don't like their show on Fuse? I love their show on Fuse. I'll give I'm not going to lie. I am a fan of the show, too. Yeah. It's unbelievable. What is it called? I need to watch it. It's called, um, ICP, it's called like, theater? ICP Theater, I think. It's Jinx Mystery theater. Science Theater, but it's with music videos and ICP. Yeah. So they just like watch Justin Bieber videos and talk shit. It's unbelievable. It's way more more witty and like funny yeah. than it ever should well, have been. Well, ICP, the, like those guys are marketing geniuses and... <laughs> They know how to hire the right people, and they've always been very clever in the media. But like, that that fan base is so. <coughs> sorry to make juggle as a serious topic, but my god, that fan base is awful. Oh my god. Well, I mean, like, like compared to like other like you know really shitty fan bases, and 
they're they're just alone among the same people. <coughs> I would yeah. like to go the I would like to go to the gathering of the jugglers one year. That'd be kind of fun. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean that that'd be good. I mean, despite all the jugglers you're gonna see, they're you know, you know, honestly, it's, it's, pro- it's probably a step above Warp Tour at this point. So. <laughs> yeah, true. Tony, true. Tony, like what you were saying about in the South, um, I feel like uh, the Juggalos, it's similar to that, in that uh, they go to the gathering and you're in their house, and they're more polite, and they're a lot nicer to you because you're in their area. Yeah, <laughs> but like, I, I went to middle school in South Mississippi, and my middle school... The directions were turn right at the liquor store and go over the train tracks. So it wasn't the best school ever. I know people whose parents threw fits if they found out their kid was even near the school. Like, it was a bad school. Mm. Holy shit. Rednecks in South Mississippi that are juggalos? <laughs> That's uh, terrifying. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've seen some shit, you guys. Like... And that's what I imagine, like, every juggler would be. Like, I, I used to have a friend that um would just, like, go around and just, like, really, like, like meanly rattle off um, lyrics. I'm trying, I'm trying to remember one of them. Like, it only involved, like, hatchets. And, like, it's just like, oh, I'm going to click a hatchet to your brain. And I just sit there and just like, why are you yelling at me? And, like, they acted, like, so hard. And, like, for zero reason. And, and I just never, like, made any sense. No, it's... I think it's because, I mean, I don't want to slam on jugglers. I but do. Like, I think, I think, yeah, okay, hold on. No, no. Yeah, I lied. I, I want to slam on jugglers. Put up two fingers they're all... if they're holding you hostage. <laughs> I, I think that most jugglers are slightly inbred. I said it. There you go. <laughs> I mean, look at the if you look at the music that that's put out and you look at the fan base, I mean, it's like, it's like blown, blown on the dance floor. They're, true, true, the music is not all that on point, and so the fans that are going to not ironically enjoy the music are not going to be on point either. So I think uh, I, I have a theory. Uh, a while ago I had a theory about cassette tapes that hipsters were out, like when they were all into vinyl, like just getting into vinyl, uh, that I was like, what's going to be the future? Oh, because the joke is cassette tapes. Oh, yeah, it's badass to put out cassette tapes now. Uh-huh. <laughs> but now that's happening. I also have a theory that uh, of it, there's going to be a point where it's cool if you're a hipster to be into ICP. Unironically. Oh, no. Oh, no, that's already happening. No, check this that's out. That's already oh, happening. Well, yeah. Okay. Is it about, about a year ago, I was at a bachelor party with two dudes who write Pitchfork, and I brought this theory up. And they were like, well, they do have really good marketing. And I got them real drunk and started putting on nonstop ICP. And by the end, they're like, this is actually really, really good. <laughs> no, Eric, you're going to reissue this. You're patient zero. <laughs> yeah. All right. Trendsetter Navarro. Oh, is Pompey oh, still here? He has everything muted. Can we... He what? I think Pompey left on his own, but doesn't really know how to leave. I don't think they taught that in clown school. Clown college. Um, clown college, my bad. Excuse no. me. But he's a community college reject. That's what his band is. Which doesn't make sense because Steve-O is actually a clown. He, he has his license in being a clown. And he was talking about how clown school is actually free. Like there's an actual university that he went to for it, and it was totally free. Hmm. FSU so, has a clown school. No way. Yeah. Yeah, no, two guys. Or the other clown. Hmm? 
Is it like the clown philosophy, or is it the clown, like, paint-up birthday party circus clown? I think it's like a circus kind of thing. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. You go, to, you go to Florida, right, Simona? I do go to Florida. And you just brought up how FSU has a clown program, and you didn't try to make fun of them? No, FSU's fine arts is really strong. Oh, that's that's really civil. I've never I've never really seen that. <laughs> SEC rivalries are ridiculously mean. I know. I don't know. Like I can't like I can't even talk to people who. Uh, Alabama makes me so mad. Okay, we don't need to get on this topic. Bye, Pompo. We Goodbye, you. Pompo. Like, oh. If he wants to jump jump back in, he knows how to. Apparently. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right. still really confused about about that, but. It's whatever. It's, it, it, it's whatever. It was fun. It was that whatever. was, like, the highlight thus far. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> right now, like, that was our peak, but we have to keep going up. <laughs> yeah, we have to. All right. Um, so we're going to keep going up. Let's start talking about music. Um, yeah, let's actually start, start to, to, to talk about music. I thought you wanted to go up. No, I'm just kidding. Um, sure. All right, so let's talk about cool stuff you're doing. Oh, man. Um, do you have any questions? Um, we well, were really not prepared for this today. <laughs> well, well, what is the information that, that you know? You said that you were playing some shows, right? Yeah. Um, I actually played a show yesterday at a... It was a house show in Pembroke Pines. It was with a bunch of really, really cool locals. Um, it was my first time playing a show with a lot of other acoustic acts. I've actually... Um, um, other than the one time I played with Koji, I've actually never played a show with another acoustic act. Um, and that was really cool because South Florida has a lot of like really awesome acoustic talent, if I can like name drop. Um, two of my favorites are called 1159 and Storyboard. And they're two of my really good friends, and so they play it there. And then Glenn... Um, you know, our, our Glenn, um, he did an acoustic set um, from his old band, which was called Hold Your Fire. Um, so that that was a thing. Um, he apparently stage drove off a counter, but um, not during his own set, but... Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> Classic Glenn. Um, everything he says about stage diving off of everything, that's not a hyperbole. Um, anyway, so... Um, and then there was this... The touring band was... Um, they're, they're called All Over the Place, and um, they are from Ohio. And they were really, really cool. Um, so I had to rush from work, so I'm an asshole, and I missed, like, everyone's set except my own and the one before mine. But it was really fun. I fucking love South Florida. I hated it until I, until I moved out of it. And so another show that I have coming up, it's very mysterious as of now, is um, July 15th, which is next Tuesday. I'm playing at this new venue called Anonymous Guitars. It's very cool. It's, um, it's a guitar repair and customization shop by day and a venue by night. Um, but it, it looks sort of like a mix between a house and a dentist's office. Um, <laughs> but it, it's, <laughs> it's run by really good people. Um, and it's sort of... Um, Nothing will ever replace the talent farm, and I wish Adri was still here to talk about this, but um, the talent farm was, like, the best venue in the entire world, and it was in Pembroke Pines, which is a town very close to me. Um, but they were recently shut down. It was this whole, like, thing with their neighbors, and 
people being dumb and making the venue look bad. But anyway, so um, ever since that closed, um, the South Florida scene has been trying to find a new home. So Anonymous Guitars is like, they've been doing a lot for us, sort of like a foster home. But, um, really cool. but yeah, so they've, they've done a lot for the scene thus far, and I'm very excited to see where they go. And I'm playing with this band called Baseborn, and they're um, very cool, like sort of emo jams, but not like twinkly, I don't know, but emo. Twinkle. I feel <laughs> twinkle. like Baseborn would be a really good name for like an EDM project also. Oh, but it's B-A-S-S instead of B-A-S-E. Yeah. And it's like, so, like, now, now you can... How's our going? Huh? What? Oh, and I'm very excited. I heard talking. I didn't want to talk over them. Oh, um, I'm very excited because Baseborn, um, I just did the, the album artwork for their CD that they just put out, so I will be able to get a physical copy of it and be like, look, Mom. Um, <laughs> and... Oh, I just remembered that I'm supposed to be doing something right now that's not this, and it also has <laughs> album artwork. Um. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> that's cool. We already got you. You're not going anywhere. I know. No, I'm, I'm right here. But um, So that will be my first physical copy of like something that I've made for a band. But um, what I'm supposed to be working on right now is um, this band from Birmingham, Alabama. It's actually... Um, I don't know if I've used the term Teeth Boy with you guys, but Teeth Boy is the guy that um, the songs about teeth are about. Um, but his band, I did some design work for them way back when, and it was for a tape that was supposed to come out in probably February, but here we are in, what is it, July, and it hasn't come out yet. But when it does, I'll have a physical copy of that, and I'm very excited, and I'll be like, look, Mom, I made cool. art for a cassette tape. <laughs> That's perfect. Speaking of cassettes. Yes, exactly. Speaking of <laughs> well, nobody has anything to play CDs anymore either, so might as well make well, something cool. Oh, I have one of those all-in-one things, and by all-in-one I mean it plays CDs and cassettes. <laughs> and I, I got it. I If you can't, can't play laser discs, not an all-in-one. What's a laser disc? <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, hold on. Wait, I, no, I'm confused too. What is a laser disc? Is that, okay, I thought yes, that was okay. Last time check, laser disc. For a either one to school, you guys. For a brief period of time, in between, like when VHSs <laughs> were the main thing before DVDs were a thing, uh, there were these gigantic, like bigger than a record size, like DVDs <gasps> called laser discs. And um and that that went in and died down, but it was like DVD quality in a VHS era. And eventually they figured out how to make make them reasonable yeah. size. Yeah. Right. Huge. Like like I think they were like at least double the size of what a vinyl was. And yeah, what was funny is, is that you still needed to like if it had like a like a three hour movie, you still needed to have like two or three discs. Yeah. <laughs> there was no benefit. I think my, my parents have speed. Or Gone in 60 Seconds, I forget which one, on LaserDisc, and it's on, like, four LaserDiscs. That would have been speed. I'll tell you that right now. That it is insane. Yep. It, was, it was hysterical. Right. But so, uh, come on. Oh, Tony. All right. I was tra trailing back to Simona. Um, I'm going to feel like a huge asshole if this person I'm thinking of is not really you. But, I mean, I remember, like, not even a year ago, 
you posting, I think it was a cover video, and you talking about not being sure about, like, how you sound and getting a lot of, like, positive feedback and then kind of posting more videos. And now maybe maybe I'm hearing people talk about you more because we have a lot of mutual friends, but I've seen your name pop up a lot lately. Is this, like, kind of a weird thing to you that it's kind of coming out of nowhere? Yeah, that that was me. And yeah. um, I don't... I don't remember what cover it was. Um, I I remember it was it was the day that I broke out in hives all over my legs, and that's like a weird thing to remember. But um, the reason why I recorded those covers was because um, at my parents' house, I have a little brother, and um, we were buying him like new furniture or whatever. So we took out all the furniture from when he was like a really little kid, and we got him like big kid furniture, right? So there was a day when his room was completely empty, and so, like, my mom and I, we washed, like, the walls and the floors and everything, and um, and I noticed that there was, like, a really cool reverb going on, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to record a bunch of stuff. Awesome. But, um, <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know. So it was First Day of My Life by Bright Eyes. Um, that, was, that was the cover. Um, and so I was sitting on the floor, and um, and playing ukulele or whatever, and what I f- what I failed to recognize was that I'm very very allergic to like most cleaning agents like ammonia and bleach and all that stuff. So like the floor was still wet, and so I was like there for hours doing like very extremely mediocre cover- covers in like C major. And then the next morning I woke up and my legs were like on fire, and. Oh. And it was awful, but that's why Insignificant Other became a thing, because I posted those covers in um, the NSFW Defend Pop Punk subgroup, because I, I guess I had made like, some friends in there. And um, someone, I don't remember who it was, but I want to say it was Nick Collis, was like, do you write any originals? And I'm like, no, 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 no. Because I had never written a song at that point. And, and so we were talking a little bit, and... And then a few days later, I was like, well, here's this song that I wrote. And it was Pulling Teeth, and that was the first song that I ever wrote in my whole life. And I put it in the, the Not Safe for Work Defend Pop Punk subgroup. And, and that must have been... So, so Not Safe for Work did something January. positive? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> amazingly. And like I think that group as weird as it is in my album credits because like that group is the reason why I play music like on a on it's this really kind cool. of level I feel that weird is there any music stuff in school like music um, theory or music I performance? um my mom used to be my mom used to live in Canada before um she moved with my dad to Florida and like when I before I was born and stuff like that and um when she was there she taught piano at like a school and so when she came here she didn't want to teach um, full-time anymore because she, um, I have two brothers and um, and she wanted to be sort of a stay-at-home mom so she taught piano out of our house so um, she like her students came and went because they were all like you know different ages but she usually had like about 10 to 12 at a time and she would teach them like on different days of the week um, but she taught me and my brothers, and so I did classical piano for um, probably from when I was in kindergarten to um, ninth or tenth grade. But then, um, 
Sorry, I got distracted by the group chat. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, but then I stopped doing classical piano. So um, I was I was very often tested in like music theory and oral theory and stuff like that. That's, so, yeah. so that's awesome. Not in school. Even in your just I, I only ask because in your just describing making those those covers. You said like three things that only like real, real, real musicians who know what they're talking about would say. So that's like that's not that's <laughs> exactly awesome. Like what I, said. I was like, holy shit! I wouldn't have even thought of that. That's really cool. Thing. It's like, oh, it's do all your songs once when you have the right set. <laughs> that's some real things. Mom taught you well. Wow, I, I feel really good now because I don't know. I don't consider myself a musician most of the time. Just you know, someone who makes. Music, you know what I mean? Like there's, I feel a, that. there's a difference to me, and I, I don't know. Sometimes, but I'm also really mean to myself most of the time. I'm, I don't know, but sometimes it's helpful and sometimes it's just self-deprecating because, like, sometimes um, I have a lot of friends who are girls, and so um, part of like the goal of what I do is to sort of show people, like, like, look, this is really easy. Like, you know, if I can do it. Anyone can do it, and that, that's not just me saying that. That's like, like you can play all of songs about teeth, like in C major, and like maybe you'd capo one or two songs, but like you can do the entire thing like that. And I guess that makes people feel good because like a lot of people have, um, actually, one of my friends right before I came here, um, like I didn't move. I've been sitting on my bed for four hours, but um, but before I came here, one of my friends was um messaging me because she had just gotten a ukulele and I don't know she was asking me what songs to learn I'm like well and um, so I mean it's just a matter of learning like four chords right and that's really good for girls especially in South Florida because like as weird as it is there's a huge um, cultural difference between like Gainesville and South Florida and South Florida is so behind as far as like women's empowerment and stuff like that and so um, just like simple things like getting girls into playing music in the scene, it's like, it's very, very cool and makes me feel good. So, I don't remember where that came from. <laughs> no, it's cool. It was a tangent, but it was it was good. It was all all killer, no filler. Yeah. <laughs> was that a um, one Now, you were no? saying now... No, pure coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> Mackenzie had to appreciate that. <laughs> so, you were saying that, that you were from, from the area. You you grew up in your, your scene, right? And you're in the same scene as you grew up in? Um, like, I I grew up in South Florida. Now I live in Gainesville, which is like sort of north central Florida or central north Florida, depending on where you are, but um where you're from. So I still take part in the South Florida scene as much as I possibly can. Um, I'm spending the whole summer here, so um so I've been going to like tons and tons of shows because it's incredible how many good bands are down here. But in Gainesville, um, it's sort of different. Um, because Gainesville is a college town, so um, I don't know. Just the few years make sort of like a big difference, you know what I mean? Because a lot of the bands here are in high school, and a lot of the bands in Gainesville are in college. Um, not that one is better than the other. I don't know. I, I couldn't choose one. Yeah. But um, the South Florida scene has been so welcome to, welcoming to me, even though I started playing music once I didn't live in South Florida anymore. I don't know. I feel like I feel like I'm one of them, but also part of Gainesville equally. 
Yeah. But now, now growing up with within that 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 scene, does does it feel any type of um, any type t- type of way like going to shows and being raised by by a scene, and now you're playing shows in that scene? Yeah, totally, totally. I'm I'm very very much a product of of this scene, and that's a good thing. Um, I it's there's no way to say it without sounding like really cheesy and cliche, but there are so many things that I would have missed out on um, if if I didn't start going to shows in high school and if I, um, I don't know, if I didn't make those friends because um, even though I started playing music once I was already out of South Florida, it's the people that I met at shows that sort of made me feel like, like yeah, this is something I could do. I don't know. So, like, you make yourself sound very involved in the scene, and I know in the South, mostly, I mean, I know Florida's a total different beast than majority of the South, but down here, it's, re- it's really, really hard to find, like, an actual scene. Uh, I know New Orleans is kind of picking up, but almost nowhere else there's anything. So sort of what I think I'm trying to ask is, like, how, when you were first getting into it all, how, what did, things did you kind of do to make your presence known, like, to be like, oh, hey, okay, here's a scene, here's what I can do for it, here's what I'm going to do. Well, that's sort of, I guess it's complicated. Do you mean as, like, a showgoer or as a musician? Well, as as a showgoer. Okay, because I started going to shows probably when I was in eighth grade, and there's this one show um, that if you ask anybody in the South Florida scene that's still involved, um, like, they will know it. Um, And... It's just I don't I don't know what the show was called, but we all call it Jared Lewin's house show. And so this guy Jared Lewin, it's um, he's he's studying art now at Ringling, um, and he's he's incredible. Um, but that's not related. But this guy Jared Lewin, um, I was a visual artist before anything else, before I was a musician, before I was a showgoer. So I used to take this um, this um, class at an art museum in Fort Lauderdale. And I happened to meet this guy, Jared Lewin, and he was very, very into the, the punk um, scene here in South Florida. And he had this house show, and this was when I was probably in eighth grade, so this was, like, way back. Um, and and that was sort of what started it all, because, like, I met so many people there for the first time. And um, I was, I was slash am, like, a... I don't know. Um, actually, I don't even want to say that. I don't want to say, like, oh, I'm a huge dork and, like, I have trouble making friends. But um, but I don't know if it's still that way, but it definitely was. Um, but that show, it was, like, different from anything else that I had ever experienced, especially going to, like, Catholic school my whole life. I didn't know any, um, I don't know. No, I didn't know any punks, you know? So um, I don't know. Most of the people that were there at that show um, incidentally became like, my best friends, like, seven years later. Um, That's very cool, though. But the thing with, with the South Florida scene is it's it's so consistent. You know, like, the people that I met at that show six or seven years ago still go to the same shows that I go to. And, you know, we pass it on. It's sort of like a family tree. Like, it started out with four, and then those four told four people, and then... Um, <laughs> <laughs> what? It was like... Um, but I don't, I, I'm really bad at answering questions because I forget what the questions were. That was how I finished my answer. 
it was on. Oh, how did I make my presence known? Yeah. Um, I guess you just, I don't know. It's all about networking. I'm really into networking. (laughs) But not not in like a manipulative way, like, oh, I'm meeting you and talking to you because I hope to make a business connection out of you. Yeah. But I mean, making friends is networking. Yeah, I'm I'm excited for the term networking to lose its stigma. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. scenes are networks. Yep. Yeah. I feel that definitely. I don't know. I just I just noticed that like I hear about all these cool shows in Florida, and every time like I look at tour dates, I see Florida, and I'm like, oh, yes, Florida, finally, <laughs> and then. I realize it's like four to six hours away from where I live. Yeah. And I have to cry. Like the panhandle? Oh my god. Like if someone's watching this and can correct me if I'm wrong, please do because I need it more than anything. But seriously, there is no scene in the panhandle and it is the saddest thing ever. It's just it's so disappointing. I've seen maybe like one event that is local and it was like some shitty like reggae rap artist and it's just it's disappointing like because I know so many people so many people who are like oh I'd go to shows like this oh I'd do this I'd do that if things came closer to me but no one ever really like tries to take action no one like people know friends and bands but no one ever says oh hey like do you want to play at my house like do you want to try to work something out like let's try to figure out somewhere where you can play no one really does that and I tried a little bit when I was in college but and I was going to school in Mississippi, but it was really hard because I was living in dorms. I didn't really have, like, a PA system or anything. I didn't have anywhere I could book shows out of, and I couldn't just say, like, oh, hey, do you want to play a house show? Let me go ask my friend if I can use his house so he can ask his mom if he can use his house. <laughs> like, that's a really tough thing. It's, it's a really, really tough thing to do, but I don't know. I, like, I just see a lot of desire and not enough action. Yeah, totally. And, and that, 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 that's where I'm like, I know a lot, a lot of my, my friends have talk, talked about when they go to different towns and different cities on how um how strong their, their DIY scene is. Because you can have like, like a desire to do do something, but if you don't have enough kids actually willing to do something, like put out their own zines so that they can um, tell kids about, about the shows, their own um, collections on, on Facebook. Um, which is kind of like just like a big net, net network that you'll let people know the shows. Um, the house shows, the venues. I remember this one one venue in um, Virginia Beach that I went on tour. I was on photography with my band. Um, and it was like this really cool, cool venue. Um, they had rented out space from the landlord, and the landlord was just like, we just can't tell people that it's a venue. Um, they brought in a lot of shit. Kid, kids came in. It was They were like, it's either hit or miss. And that one night, it was like a real hit. Um, then they packed up shit, and we all went home. And then, and then, like they were, they were saying that, like, yeah, we literally had nothing down here until we opened up this kind of venue thing. And like everyone was like, was like real chill. It was called um, How I Beat Shack. It was one of like, like one of the, the coolest places that um, I've been been to. And of course, like yeah, the kids that always will open up their their homes for um, bands to play, play in, to sleep in and stuff like like that. But if you don't have the kids doing action or you know, like like you said, actually doing stuff, then you can have a desire, but it's a collective effort from everybody. Yeah. Um, one, I think the craziest, the stupidest thing I think I've ever heard anyone ever, ever, ever say to me was um, I was trying to book shows for 
this band that I'm friends with, they're called the Cast Offs. They're from Mississippi. They're stupidly good. But um, I was trying to find somewhere for them to play a show. Like, I was trying to help them out. And I, I couldn't find anything. And then, like, just, like, semi-jokingly, I was like, oh, hey, well, like, there's this parking lot that no one ever, like, goes to. It's pretty much abandoned, but everyone drives by it all the time going to school. I was like, we should just set up, like, a parking lot show. And someone, not in, not even in the band, like, this was just, like, a friend who had, like, lived in Atlanta. He was like, ugh, that's too DIY for me. Like, I support the <laughs> DIY scene, but I think some oh, things are too DIY. And I'm like, what the fuck is too DIY? What does that mean? <laughs> are, you, are you saying, like, you're, you're, you're above watching people play acoustically in a parking lot? Are you... I don't... I remember there about... <laughs> Years ago, Man Overboard played at um, Lincoln Financial Field in the, the, the parking lot, and it wasn't like an acoustic; it was a full band set, and like oh, kids wow. were like jumping over each other and falling down on pavement, like just to watch Man Overboard play. Yeah. And I think that that was really awesome. So like stupid stuff like that, like oh, two DIY, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. two DIY. That's that's bullshit. That's that is the thing I'll ever hear. It is literally against the rules of punk to not be. There, there's nothing to DIY. Yeah. To DIY is when you're making your guitar out of a tissue box and toilet paper roll. That's when it's <laughs> too you can DIY. Tell Jack, talk to Jack White. He will come at you on that for hours. On why yeah. you make it work. Nothing's too, too DIY. Absolutely. But, oh, that's... that's the fucking punk. <laughs> no, fucking punk. Wait, what? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to push things along, and um, we're going to play a song. From one of Simona's. Oh um, no! <laughs> now I I can read on on your your bandcamp that you record everything off your iPhone. Is that correct? Yeah. Um, is it off your iPhone? Yeah. Is it really? Wait, this wow. this cat? Yeah. No. No, uh, my computer. <laughs> nice. It's <laughs> a good iPhone. <laughs> but so we'll we'll play. So this is off like one of your EPs or. Um, this is actually a song that I'm saving for a split. Um, <laughs> incidentally, this split is with um, Pompo the Clown's guitarist. His name is Quinn. Um, and he is going to be putting some vocals on this song. And tonight I was putting some vocals on one of his songs. So it's a very intertwined split. And then so we're each doing our own. Is this a premiere? Uh... No, it's been up for a while. I pl- I played it at a show once, and someone was like, please put that on Bandcamp, please. And how could I say no? There you go. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll do it as a, as a, as a showcase. We'll, we'll you, you heard it here first. World premiere. World premiere. <laughs> We're doing a world premiere on, on Babe, Babe Talks of songs about songs. I'm going to mute everybody yeah, and then play the song. The original name was Songs About Songs About Teeth. Follow <laughs> <laughs> <Wow. laughs> <Ball> boy style. <laughs> so, all right, I'm gonna throw one on on mute, and I'm gonna play a song. All right. All right. All right. Hopefully, I get this right. Love the smell of smoke until 
used to try to avert your eyes until I realized you're no longer in my sight. Cause you're in a basement, or you're in another state. But I'm a blade again in my room, hoping this won't be another song about you. But I always won't, but I can't have another one What I do so often Waking up on bad side and not my bed And I've been holding all these hands I will hold my head and I've been breathing all the smoke But it's not the same like cigarettes And I've been building me a home But it's not my house and I've been saving you Thoughts of you fill my mind, but you're not mine. You're not mine to think about. And I, I never want to leave your side, but I'm a I am weak and I am latching on to life But I can't hold on much longer You don't have much time I am watching your pulse and your heart slow down And I'm losing my mind You're falling apart But I'm a plant and I'm bad knowing you're half dead But I catch myself writing about you again And I can't fill the hole in my mind But I can try to write So I've been waking up in bed Sat on my bed And I've been holding all these hands Got all my head And I've been breathing all the smoke But it's not the same life cigarettes and I've been building me a home, but it's not my house And I've been saving you a spot on the couch And the thoughts of you fill my mind, but you're not mine You're not mine saving you a spark but deep down I know that it's too late to call and you won't show and the thoughts of you rule my mind and heart and soul but you won't know Audio Tree Live with Insignificant Other. It me. <laughs> I just really wanted to make an Audio Tree joke. I'm really glad they got a new DJ, even though he's really awkward. But I thought their old DJ sounded like a total creeper. He was always, like, whispering. And he sounded like he was trying to seduce them. Like, he'd be like, into it over. Audio Tree Live. Audio Tree Live. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. No, I don't. Want that. Yeah, no, I love Audio Tree. Audio Tree is so good. 
So, Simona, um, you, so you had, had said that, that you just went from um, just doing covers to jumping into making your own songs, right? Mm-hmm. Did did the lyrical process just come like natural to you, or like did you like struggle for a while? Like like how, like I've been listening to a lot of the songs, and it sounds like really lyrically sound. Like especially for someone that that just jumped off, and you know, it's like eh, yeah, fuck, I'm making my own music. Yeah, I mean, I was never. Um, my brother, my older brother, he's always been really into songwriting, and he's been writing songs since he was probably like, since he was. 13 and I must have been about 11 and ever since he started writing he's been pushing me to write and I was just like no no like I can't write anything I can't write poetry I can't write short stories so like I can't write songs right so um, I don't know I just didn't for a long time and then I don't know I guess um, dating a musician helped a lot um, but <laughs> But um, just also being constantly surrounding, surrounded by musicians helps a lot, um, and just like creative people. Um, when I went to college, I was constantly surrounded by creative people because I study arts and stuff like that. So I don't know. So it just came one day, and uh, and the teeth thing that my entire first album about that was sort of like a cheat sheet because like. Whenever I would be stumped, I'd be like, "Hey, let's make a, another teeth reference." <laughs> That's right. But like you said, you've never really like wrote songs before. Like that was the first time you'd really done it. But you kind of just poured out a whole album's worth of songs. When you say you haven't wrote one before, do you mean like you've never even just like sat in your room and just like BS'd and said, "All right, yeah, I just wrote a song. Like here's like four chords." You've never yeah, even done that. Not at because all. I, I, I do that all the time. Like, I sit in my room, and I'll jam, and I'll be like, oh, this sounds so cool. But if you told me to sit down and write a song, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it to save my life. No, um, that was that was really, truly, and genuinely the first time I had ever written my own words and played it with, like, a chord progression that was, like, mm -hmm. I mean, it's not like it's mine, but, I mean, it's, I don't know. But, um, but it was the first time that I had ever put my own words to, to music that I was playing. Um, and I guess that was just a product of, like, self-doubt, you know? So yeah. I, I was so much more comfortable playing something that was already written, you know? Yeah. <laughs> because I was like, you know, I know people think this is good, so when I play it, it'll be at least okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, you did good. Congratulations. Thank yeah. you. All right, Eric, do you have another question? Uh... No. <laughs> I couldn't think of one. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> no, I'll pass. <laughs> yeah. I, oh, um, all right. Oh. So that, that fucking ends it. All right. We're <laughs> done talking about Insignificant Other. All right. All right, Thank, well, that was fun. Thank you for letting us play one of your, your songs. Yeah, that was really cool. Thank you. Thank you guys yeah. for having me. Yeah, no, no, dude. Thank no. you. It's really cool. No, thank you. We like having people on here. <laughs> Thank you for being cool. Thank you for talking. Like, you did a lot. Oh, yeah. Um, I think we're really unprepared for this today, and I think it, it's mostly my fault. I'll own, I'll own up to that, because yesterday I was like, oh, tomorrow's Tuesday. We have to do this, guys. Oh. And you kind of just poured out and said everything to us. You gave us a lot, so thank you. Yeah, you're a good interviewee. Very, very good. Thank you so yeah. much. I always feel like I talk too much. I don't know. No, dude, you no, talk, no, no, you, you talk, talk enough. Talk Not much. on anything like this. That's... 
absolutely welcome for these things. <laughs> I've interviewed a lot of bands who just, oh, so tell me about your new album. It's it's cool. Yeah, well, we, we, we really think our sounds matured a lot since our last <laughs> album. I had to. We want something that sounds more like our live stuff. <laughs> I had to send an updated band bio to our PR guys today, and I had to actually type the phrase. The, the new album is very mature sound because you have to fucking say that on. You have to. That's what they want you to write. It's so annoying. That's so bad. I hate. Yeah, I would just be like, "Are you sure? You positive? Yeah. Is that what you want? You matured? Is that what you want me to do? How much? I want, I want like a band that's starting to take themselves really seriously. Like, I want the Wonder Years, who don't even play like Melrose <laughs> Diner anymore. I want them to be like, "Well, this next album, I think we've really matured our sound." And they really immature for this next album. Or, uh... <laughs> no, no, no. I want them to sound like they got so serious. Like, I want, I want people to think like Soupy is the next like. I can't remember the name. The dude, the dude, dude from Rise Against. Like I want, I want people to think the Wonder Years is going political, and then just release an album strictly about what happened with um, Kool Aid and Captain Crunch. Oh my. That would be the best. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, the Wonder Years don't play Melrose Diner anymore. Um, I've seen them twice, and both times they haven't played Melrose Diner. But last time I saw them on the Greatest Generation tour, they did play Logan Circle. So because I'm not sure. No, no, no. On Greatest Generation Tour. Year after their new album. And then they'll probably go back to a regular Wonder Year rotation. Yeah. New Wonder Year yeah, album but, rotation. But I mean, even when I saw them on Warped, they played barely anything from the upsides. But the Warped Tour is something different. The Warped Tour. No, the Warped Tour is not different. They're on main yeah. stage. Well, no, because cause you have to think of Warped Warp Tour. Kids don't go out to see Warped Tour as much as kids go and see, see bands. So when a band is to go on to Warped Tour, they're to showcase their music. It's more like a um, press kit for, for, for their okay. music. Okay. It's only a 30-minute set, too. So yeah, they really, yeah, they're like, like, let's play half the set from the new album, because that's what we're trying to sell right now, and then yeah. the rest <laughs> is our classics. And if, yeah. if you're Wonder Years, you have so many classics, you can't fit them all in. But I don't even, I mean, bar bands, I don't think you should really play at Warped, but I mean, they don't, I don't think they played anything from the upsides when they I saw played, them. Uh, they played the opening track. Uh, My last semester? Oh, maybe they didn't, fuck. Wait a minute, we're talking, what years have gone on Warped Tour last year, which would have yeah. been, yeah, so again, they, they were fresh off their Greatest gen Generation yeah. Right? Yeah, but like they because just released was, it, and, 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 and they and they played a lot. Stuff. But what but what I'm saying is like, hold on, I don't want to have a 15 minute conversation about the Wonder Years. You guys. <laughs> <laughs> the Wonder Years Warp Tour dynamic down. <laughs> so here's something though about about Warp Tour that it doesn't as far as as far as what bands are getting paid. I don't have all the numbers in front of me, but from what I've heard from other bands and what I've seen online, you end up having, if you're, like, say your favorite band's on Warped Tour, right? That's yeah. either, if they're a small band and this is their biggest tour they've had, this is awesome for them. But if your favorite band's on Warped Tour and they're, like, Yellow Card or Newfound Glory or whatever, that's not a good thing for that band because that means they couldn't afford to do their own tour, that particular, or that the exposure from Warped Tour meant more to the band in that moment than the money they would have gotten from just doing, you know, thousand-seater-plus clubs. And so what you end up having is, if you're th looking at it like, oh, this is the place we're going to get the most new fans, 
not get the most bang for our buck from our, our current fans, but where we're going to pick up the most new fans. If you're a band that just put out a record and you think that's your strongest and that's what you want to identify with your band as, that's what you're going to play, which is not great for classic fans, but good for just casual fans. Okay, no, I feel that. I feel that. And that's, I mean, that's a double-edged sword because then you run the risk of being a warped tour band. But at the same time, like... <laughs> You, you saw the Wonder Years. They they did warped. They did it 2011, I want to say, but they did not do it 2012. And then they did it yeah, that was last the year. Almost 2011. Yeah, they they did those years. And I mean, I don't want to make a bad pun, but I guess you could say those were their Wonder Years because they just. <laughs> no, no, no. But literally, though, they, when you're done, I gotta tell you something. That. Oh my god. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> You can't mute me. Um, <laughs> no, but really, though, like, I mean, already the Wonder Years were one of the biggest names in pop punk. It was them, Man Overboard, and the story so far. But now, like, th- them and the story so far, they, they both did Warped Horn. Now they're here to stay. They have blown up. They have... They, they've defined the genre for right now. Well, see, I would say that would be more the Wonder Years and Man Overboard. I don't think the story so far has a firm... I mean, they have a solid base, but I don't believe that they're on the same level as them just yet. Not just yet. I think I think the story so far right now is where Man Overboard was about 2011. Yeah. I think yeah. the story so because because Man Overboard is they're in sharp decline. Like yeah. Heart Attack. People can hype I, it up as much as they want. No one, no one really liked Heart Attack. You, I Transit like and Man Overboard got signed to Rise, and they just. They did the opposite. They just went straight down. That was a good pun, though. That was a good pun. I know. The puns are so crazy. Right oh, now. Dude, so, at the Greatest Generation Tour, when it came to Baltimore, this is just a bad Wonder Years pun story, real quick. Um, so, I've seen Wonder Years uh, three times. And if you exclude the one Warp Tour, I've seen them two times, like, headlining. And both times, I've managed to get a pick. The first time, one was thrown off the stage and landed in my mouth when I was, I was singing along. That's never happened to me before. It was unbelievable. Uh, but so, this recent time, we uh, I'm watching them play. I'm pretty close to the front, and, uh, and they throw a pick out. And it, uh, it hits off my arm and falls to the ground, and I put my foot on it. And everyone starts scrambling to look around for it. And I'm like, guys, guys, I already got it. I already got it. It's so like, ah, oh, okay. And then... This girl who was to the right of me with her girlfriend and some guy who they didn't know, they're kind of looking at me, and I, I winked, and I lifted my foot and picked it back up and put it in my pocket. <laughs> and the girls kind of gave me the whole, like, oh, we're girls, you should give us the pick. And I was like, no, I'm going to give it to my friend whose birthday it is who came with me. I don't know. And so then the guy who doesn't know them, I don't think he even was that mad about it. I think he just was trying to find an excuse to talk to them. And he goes, huh. Local man ruins everything. <laughs> and I laughed so hard. <laughs> That's so good. But like, here's a, here here's where my gripe comes in, though. Here's where my gripe comes in. Local man ruins everything. Everyone loves local man ruins everything. It's a great song. I mean, it was a single on um suburbia, but it wasn't a big single. Mm-hmm. But it was still a single. But they play it every show. Every, both times I've seen them, they've they've played it. Both times I've I've been very close to tears. I'll shamelessly admit that. But 
they. It's I a know, high- like, I, like I, I think they've only, they only played came out swinging one time when I saw them, and I wanted really? to say that I was at Warp Tour, but they don't. If they can play yeah, local man ruins everything, everything, why can't they play like, why can't they play? My last semester, or Melrose Diner, or even you're not Salinger, get over it. You're not Salinger, get over it. Is so so good. Easily one of their well, best songs ever. I'm, I've seen I've seen the one of years like multiple amount of times. Like I've seen them like I want to say close to six or seven times. And every time I've seen them past 2013, they've played Sat Salinger every time. So I'm really? I mean like it's yeah I mean it's 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 like a certain set of High hype songs that get the crowd really going, and it's also the the um the previous songs that go along with it that go into it. Like I've noticed with with, with a lot of different bands, and this just might be my stupid psychological evaluation of it. Um, they'll they'll do sets so that they don't kill their kids. Um, they'll have like they'll like start out with just like oh my god, kill yourselves now, and then they'll drop off stage and like you know they'll go go nuts, and then they'll start to ease their way into some some medium hype songs, um, some, then new new songs to kind of like calm the crowd crowd down to like you know maybe like ten kids will flip out too, and then they'll do like um mid mid set when everyone's back to breath again. Vultures, uh, bastards, vultures. Um, the what? They'll play like Devil in My Bloodstream, and Soupy will give his big talk. And it'll end, and it'll get I've really hot, and then he'll be like, "All right, kill yourself again." Eventually, I love any soupy talk. That is the funniest. It's it's beautiful. It's fantastic. Isn't it's it? awesome here every time. But I swear to God, if Henry Rollins were were to go off during every Black Flag set, I'd be pissed. Like, it's I think it's great because like the content is so like it's it's very like well intentioned, it but is, it's yeah. all just. Hey, it's so easy to make fun of it. It's like the Bane yeah, voice. Like it's so cool, but it's so funny. Yeah, no, he just he's <laughs> even talked about his voice. So... He's like, I do my cadences like I'm a pro wrestler. So like he tries his best to be easy. He's he's openly admitted that he tries to sound like a wrestler. But um, <laughs> which which I can see with the whole like like you know the WWE kind of culture that they it all. It doesn't play. matter what your yeah. band is. That's an old wrestler. Yeah, no, he did a he did an artist on artist interview with Evan Weiss. Oh, I was, love that interview. It's so good. I I loved it. Those are two of my favorite musicians, and it was just really cool. But I don't know. He was talking yeah, about it, and um, he was talking about like the whole like fake uh, um beef that Tonto has with um fucking um what is their manager's name? I, I don't know. Uh, I can't. But you know who I'm talking about. And I don't know. And he was just talking about like all of his wrestling cadences and how he went out on stage. And he was like, so, I don't fuck it. I'm not even going to try to go over this again because I don't remember everything he said and I can't do a good wrestler voice. But you get the picture. <laughs> Bad story by Tony Peppers. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was at a place I can't remember. And I was talking to what's-his-name. And <laughs> I'm gonna write a book, and it's just gonna be called "Use Your Imagination." <laughs> you, you had to, no, it's called "You Had to Be There" by Tony. <laughs> <laughs> but see, I think eventually Soupy will eventually do um spoken word stuff because I think oh, that would just well, look at this trajectory. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, he could do spoken word, I think, and I think he does do spoken word. Really? He does do spoken word? I mean, I know he has a book of poetry out, but I didn't know he does yeah. spoken word. One sec. 
Oh, damn. She's... Mm. Oh. All right. To learn today. All right, so... All right, so this record right here. Um, okay, so this is a band from Boca Raton, Florida, which is, like, just southeast of me. Um, they're called World's Strongest Man, and uh, I can tell you the one that... I'm so <laughs> what? What? I'm so he got sorry. really excited. I've, I've heard of World's Strongest Man, and I think he has, too. I'm so sorry. I've, I've been thinking of that, that name, and I couldn't remember the exact title of them. World's Strongest Man, track, track three. Track three is called Who I Am, Who I Was, What Will I Become? And Dan Campbell, Dan Subi Campbell, he does spoken word on that. And how that happened, um, World's Strongest Man, there are two, um, three of my very good friends. Um, the drummer, I, I don't know him, but he's no longer with them, so it doesn't matter. But, um, okay, so Jared, Lexi, and Dan, their manager, they're very good friends of mine, um, just through, like, the South Florida scene and whatnot. And so Dan, their manager, is very good friends with Dan Soupy. And so um, they were doing this track, and they were like, you know, we want to do, because um, they usually do samples from, like, movies, or um, Jared will drop some, like, um, some spoken word, but they were like, we want to have someone like someone cool do this. And then, um, I don't know, I guess Dan, their manager, had just, um, he had just been in correspondence with Soupy about something else. And so he was like, hey, um, my band wants someone to do spoken word. And um, Soupy was very excited about it. And so he sort of talks about, he talks about the straight edge, which is something that he doesn't get to talk about a lot in the Wonder Years, or he chooses not to. Um, but it's a very, very, very cool song. So um, it's like on their Bandcamp and their SoundCloud. But I love what he does in that song. I was thinking of, about them the other day because I was actually thinking about something that about fe features like in songs in, in, in general. And I remember that that Soupy did do um, a feature with one of the, a new new band, and I could not remember the name of them for the life of me. But but for whatever reason, I, I equated. Um, do any of you guys remember the show Pete and Pete, The Avengers of the Oh, Pete? yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so what's his name? The um, Strongest Man Alive? What was his name? Archie. Archie. And I could have sworn that, that it had it, it was tied in with that. It was the world's strongest man. Yep. Yeah, and he had the um, the, the, the tight um, long sleeve shirt. Oh, yeah. And like He, he, was, he was a child molester if I've ever seen one. <laughs> <laughs> he was creepy. Now, um, but, yeah, yeah I, 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 I had to remember that. Thank you so much for, for reminding me. In that... Um, in that spoken word part, does he start it with, uh, it's soupy, bitch. <laughs> I wish. All right, on that, I, have, I actually have to go because it's a million o'clock my time. Oh my I'm God. sure you guys are all on the same time, too. But, yeah, well, it was great chatting with you all. I'll see you next time. Good night, Eric. All right, good night, Eric. All right, we're actually down a few few people. Um, generally, this is where I would go into the Ask Reddit portion of the um, conversation. However, we're missing about... You know, half the group. <laughs> so we could cook at this early, or I can cut into hilarity between the two of us, or three of us. Yeah, we should do that. It, it is getting late. We should we should have some closer talk. We should do yeah. that. All right, all right. Well, I guess we can continue with that. All right. Or or we could start a revolution and just do this twenty four hours a day. Wait for someone else to join. Wait for Pompo to come back, and then. Oh my. <laughs> The no, door was seriously open for Pompo to come back in. I am still like utterly. I don't. I don't even. I. I'm oh, really mad that he. I'm mad he hasn't come back. Like I'm a little offended. 
Because he just I left without saying just, a word. Like, break in for like three minutes and then. Yeah, I think he. Like, you know how the I think he wanted to cause chaos. Yeah. I think so. Just, like some people just want to watch it. I don't think he was ready for us to actually talk to him. Yeah, he definitely wasn't ready. Nah. And then he peed. I think. I th- I, I, that was terrifying. Yeah, I didn't no. know it was going to happen. I was so I was so scared. We were going to see clown penis. <laughs> Me too. I was like, I was like, I heard the pee. I'm just like, nope, sorry, no, I'm not getting to show fly. Not tonight. Does he do clown makeup like everywhere, or is it just his face? I don't know. I don't know. But no. no if you say clown penis, like, what's different from human penis? <laughs> well, does it, it wear makeup? Mouth. Maybe he puts a little red nose on it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Oh god. It's like one of those dandelion fl- it's like one of those flowers, like one of the prank flowers if you squeeze it it shoots water at you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so done. I'm so finished. I, I can't I, I can't talk to Pompa for at least a week now. Just I hate this. But what was so strange to me was suddenly like out of nowhere Someone, I think it was Ashley, posted a picture of her with Pompa and wanted to defend Pop Punk. And I was so confused if Pompa was really a real person or if someone just took a meme too seriously and said, I'm going to dress as Pompo today and I'm going to go to a show and I'm going to fuck with everyone. And I thought that's what happened. And I thought some dude just dressed up as him and then messaged Pompo and said, Look, I've pretty much stolen your thing. Give me the login. And then started running Pompo. That's what I thought happened for a while. But. I'm not really sure. Now, I remember going through YouTube one, one night, and I think it was either on the Defend Pop Punk group, or I just accidentally found it through How Happy Sands, which doesn't sound all that logical. But there's concert footage of, like, an entire set back in the day of Pompo and the, and the community college drop dropouts. No so fucking after way. that, I'm like... Wait, can you link me to that? Is this a real thing? I need it's a real thing, yeah. Oh! Yeah, yeah. You guys haven't seen seen this? No, please. I can I can actually pull this up. Hold on, let me YouTube. Um, that's so weird. I'm gonna have to hold on. It might be a few seconds, but absolutely, yeah. He he has his own like the band's legit. Yeah, no. One time he called me and he was telling me this plan that he had for their shows because like, um, they always do weird ass shit at their shows and like for the next one. One of his guitarists is gonna suck another guitarist's nipple, and then Pompo is gonna pour milk over the both of them. And <laughs> <laughs> no, not Mark Ricky. Mark Valentine. I think he was um either shared the. Hold on, I gotta. Hold on, I don't know if if Ollie's audio keeps going out or if you just keep trying to talk and then getting caught in your thoughts and you keep mouthing words. I don't know if you're doing the thing you talked about earlier. I, I did that once, but... I Wait. That. Like, I just want to... Is it me or is it Ollie that's cutting off? It's Ollie. It's not you. Okay, okay. I, I don't ever finish the sentences. I, like, start them and <laughs> I have... The, the sentence structure that I have is just awful. I, like, start sentences and don't... don't finish them, I stop in the middle and start to think, and it's like... <laughs> Breaking news. Breaking news. Elizabeth McKee messaged me, and she says, 
Stompo and his band are real, and I'd Skype with Stompo. He's real too. LMAO. <laughs> Coming at you with the facts. <gasps> oh, <no. laughs> oh, that's so funny. I don't know why I can't find a video. I don't I, know what Stompo what? looks like. Does Stompo have a Facebook persona? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's got him. He's at it. What? How has he never terrorized me? Like, I don't know who he is. I forgot that Stompo was a thing. Stompo what? one day, like, tagged me in a in a picture, me and Ashley. I was like, hey, Stompo, because, like, because uh, they're, they're real people. So, like, I can't be rude to him. I think the only time that I've been rude to a person that I didn't think was real was with um this random woman had added herself into one of our groups, and we all thought that she was a spam bot. So I just I kind of like Dude, oh my god <laughs> not thinking she was a real person. And then she typed she's just like, Hey guys, like what's up? And then I was and then I was like, nah, I can't be real, sorry. And then like she said like a real sentence and I was like Wasn't her name like Buttercup? Her name Buttercup. was like Buttercup. Yeah, it was Buttercup. Buttercup. Hey. And I like said some like real mean shit. <laughs> I don't, I don't even like landing people like like that. But like, of course, the one time that I'm just like a complete and utter dickhead, she turned out to be a real person. Yeah. Ollie went in. He just I, he I didn't went care. Like, Wait, he thought it was a fake bot, and he just he just unleashed. And then she's like, "Hey guys, what's up?" And we were like, "Oh, dude, Ollie is so sorry. He really didn't mean to." And she's like, "No, it's fine. It's t- it's okay. It's all right. I get it. I would have done the same." But I never. Like, I never went for just like, ugh, stop being such a co. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. Like it was, like, uh, it was a total 180. He was totally apologetic, but like this girl didn't care. He said horrible things, and she was just like, whatever. Hey, let's make some friends. Oh my god. I can't find his Pompo set list, and I know it's here. If he deleted the, I, but I swear to God, it was like like six different videos. Um. I think he was like smoking a cigarette like mid mid. <laughs> um, that my it was, was it was hysterical. It was really really funny. But that I don't get be. I don't get how they got like to the point where they're at. Like, well, I mean, no, I get it. I I definitely get it because Pompo I think was a meme before people started taking him serious at all. Yeah. Well, but, no one thought he was a real person. I mean, because yeah, that's true. Granted. He doesn't act like one, so... Well, that's true. I mean, I think, I think a lot Pompo... of the people on the internet aren't real. I think yeah. several catfish, despite that's people taking pictures but, with them. But, but like, the, the, the clown bonics, the clowny bonics, though, like, I think, like, that was, like, such a key to, like, you know, oh, total troll. Yeah. But, like, I, I was explaining to my brother, it's been, what, it's it's gonna be a fucking year now. Yeah. Consistent this... for an entire year. That is like some street performer shit. He has typed like a madman. He he's typed like it's MySpace 2006. He is typing like he's making a MySpace bulletin, and he hasn't stopped. He hasn't stopped. Has yet to stop. Like, how does he keep it up? Does he think in harmonics? At this point, he has to. It's like it's like I think like he even starts to like dream about it at this at this point. Maybe like, he just has maybe he has like an identity thing. Maybe there's two Pompos. Like there's normal Pompo. What's Pompo's real name? I can't tell you. <laughs> Pompo's wait, real name is Pompo. Wait, do you know what his real name is? That Gallo knows. 
Well, of course, Zach Gallon knows. Zach Gallon knows everything. <laughs> Speaking of, well, I mean, I, I would ask Zach Gallo, but I feel like that's too DIY for Hi, me. Hi, Zach Gallo. Is he watching this? I feel like he might be. Uh, probably. I'll, I'll probably I get a, get a message on Facebook saying, hey, do you stop? <laughs> but anyway, let's, speaking of that, Gallo. Let's steer away from the negativity. Let's do that. Yeah. Oh, it was going to be negative? Like, oh, I, no, no, no. Okay. I just feel like, I feel like conversation tends to go towards the negative, despite any good intentions. So... I feel you. Let's just... Let's just put down the gun before shots get fired. All right, so guys, this is a fun babe talk. <laughs> right. Today's babe talk is brought to you by Pompo the Clown. <laughs> this entire babe talk was brought by Pompo the Clown. There's a lot of Pompo talk. I I've never had so much fun. I'm gonna. This is probably gonna be like the one I'm gonna rewatch like all the way through. Like I rewatched most of them, but I I think it's gonna be the one of the ones that's just gonna go straight through because I yeah. I'm, I'm still in disbelief. Amazing. <laughs> Absolutely, Well, Simone, I do thank you for coming on the show and thank you. and being interviewed and, and such. And I hope you continue to make some great music and we see some future releases and some merch. I did promise I was going to buy something for for you. You kind of ran this shit before I was able to get money. Oh man, what did you what did you want? Um, well, you had the just the sleeves in the different colors, right? Yes, I have some. I have patches. I have CDs. I actually reprinted. Um. I have one million yellow on blue now. I hope that's the color that you wanted. But um, I can tell you what I don't have. It's the cheap. I will definitely be down for it because I am patching up some some jeans. Hell yeah, yeah. Um, I have a bunch of orders to mail out. So. Yeah, All right, sweet. Let, let me know when so I can get it before you do that so you don't have to, you know, because I'll be... Wait, I'm I have black. a question. I'm black. I might be late, but I'll try and... <laughs> Wait, is that, is that a black stereotype to be late? That's no, it's actually like, like um, indie, you know, punk, emo, ukulele music. Huh? What? What? It's, it's a black stereotype to, like, ukulele punk music. Oh, for going to be late on it. I don't know, because that's a Cuban stereotype, and that's a Filipino stereotype, so I'm, like, double late and slow. But, oh, no, I mean, well, I mean, I was joking. Like, like, they do have a thing called, like, BMP, Black People Time. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. Wow, want... so are white people the only people who are on time? Yeah, pretty much. Because they set the time. They're in charge. Yeah, oh, England. my God. <laughs> this is life-changing. <laughs> Someone is learning things every day. The right. more you know. But, but uh, like... I have a shirt coming out this month, which is exciting. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen the shirt? Like, have you actually held a physical copy of the shirt? Or? I have not, but um, everything's done. They're paid for. They're being printed, and they'll be in my hands by the end of this month. And cool. it's Sailor Moon. It's a Sailor Moon rip, and nice. um, it says "Insignificant Other" in like the Sailor Moon logo font, and then it has Usagi. And then under it, in like in the manga font, it says "and macho bullshit." <laughs> That's so cool. It's yeah. blue on white. All right, so yeah. you you released the physical copy of "Songs About Tea," I and, have. You said, and you said that there's a song on there that has never been released before anywhere else. Yes, it is. There is. There is. I am very broke. And I mean, I, I, I desperately want a physical copy of it, but 
are you going to release that on the band camp or anything? Um, I wanted to do it sort of as an incentive um, to buy a CD, but I, I can message you that and through if you want it. Oh my god, that would be that would be so nice. That'd be it's, so nice. It's the only track that I've ever done um, multiple layers of vocals on. Yeah. So that was exciting. Yeah, I'm right. of myself because I'm a big fan of harmonizing, <laughs> but I'm I never do. I want to record everything in one take. Yeah. Wait. So you recorded this on your iPhone, but mm-hmm. you layered it. Yeah. Um. So I I recorded it on my iPhone, and then I put um. It, it's it's already an MP3 when you do it on the voice recorder app. Yeah. And so I, I emailed it to myself and then opened it on my computer and then just added okay. some harmonies on Bandcamp. Now, um, right, not Bandcamp, GarageBand. Garage Band. Yeah, yeah I, I was confused. I didn't, I didn't know if you did this through other apps on your Oh, phone, there's also a GarageBand for iPhone, which I have. But, yeah. But That's like $4 for that, right? Faster. Yeah, I, I did... Um, I did get it back when I had to have an iPad for high school, which is the worst idea. Like, my high school made everyone get iPads. But um, but I used to make Passion Pit covers in class on GarageBand, so it was worth the $4 at the time. GarageBand <laughs> is such an amazing pro- program. I remember um, so back in, I want to say 2010, like, like high school years, the Gorillas put out one of their albums on tour using GarageBand. What? Yeah, it was the one right after Plastic Beach. No way. Yeah, while while they were on tour, they made a whole album. I think they think they called it like a B side, whatever. But it, but they did the whole thing while on tour. It was really cool. It just like like showed the power that GarageBand had. Fucking had awesome. Like, had the plug of Apple, but either way, yeah, it was cool. So yeah. Fun fact. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. All right. All right. I think we're cool to end it here. I think we're cool. Yeah, I should go to bed because I have to wake up very early. Yeah, thanks. Definitely. Thanks for stopping by. Thanks for being chill. Thank You're you. an angel. You're perfect. Thank you. You're an angel. You're both angels. Ah. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Well. All right. All right. Enjoy your night. All right. Good night, y'all. Enjoy. How do I get out of here? Um, let's just exit.